Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, afternoon host on Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP in Mobile, Alabama, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. And before that, morning show host on 103.7 The Game in Lafayette, Louisiana, covering the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. We actually have Jake Spavital, head coach of Texas State, joining us a little bit later, talking about his Bobcats pulling off the big upset over App State. Meanwhile, I did want to talk about this a little bit, the exposure that the Sun Belt is getting. We all know what happened in week two when the big upsets happened, right? Notre Dame goes down to Marshall. App State beats uh, A&M, and Georgia Southern takes down Nebraska. But now, over the next couple of weeks, there's some huge Sunbelt exposure on national TV. These two teams, you know, the two Sunbelt teams playing each other. On uh, Tonight, on Wednesday, you got the Cajuns taking on Marshall. Cajuns need to turn things around. They, you know... Cajuns fans think the sky is falling when they've lost by a total of seven points to ULM and South. They're just not used to losing to those two teams, so maybe that's why it hurts. But ULM is better than they had been before Terry Bowden got there, and South Alabama may be the best team, certainly in the West, uh, but potentially in the entire conference. So you got a UL and Marshall on ESPN2 Wednesday night. On Saturday, the Jaguars, South Alabama, hosting ULM. That's on NFL Network. And I know we've had some games already on NFL Network this year. And Coastal Carolina, undefeated. <coughs> and Coastal Carolina, 6-0, 3-0 in the Sun Belt. They're hosting Old Dominion on ESPNU. And you just can't beat these national televised, nationally televised games. You just can't. This is not being streamed, per se. It's not on... ESPN Plus. It's not on ESPN3, although I, is there a difference between those two things? Because I think it's the same. These are there. If you are, you know, tomorrow night you put on ESPN2, you're going to get the Cajuns and Marshall, right? People can scroll by it. Oh, football game. We'll watch that. Right now, the Jaguars, it's a nice nationally televised game. You're going up against every other game over the weekend. Uh, but Coastal and, and Old Dominion same thing, playing at noon Eastern time, 11 a.m. Central time. Uh, but again, that'll be a game that people tune in, mostly to see Coastal Carolina. Maybe they'll uh, see a little bit of Old Dominion and their 6'8 tight end, Zach Kuntz. Uh, but I just don't think that you can beat the exposure that the Sun Belt is going to get here, not only over this week, but next week too. Next week, Georgia State is playing App State at 6.30 on ESPN2. That's on a Wednesday night. And then the battle for the belt has the Jaguars taken on Troy on ESPNU. I actually had uh, one of the broadcasters, won't say who, who's doing one of these games asking me what's going on in the Sun Belt. That's pretty neat. He's going to be on one of the call of these games uh, over the next two weeks uh, for ESPN. And I just don't think the exposure can be beat. Now, what you need is you need some good crowds. All right, so I know Coastal draws well. I think Marshall draws well. We'll see what South Alabama does. 
It's at 6 p.m. Central Time. And that is, you know, shortly after the Alabama game. Auburn's playing, I think, in the morning. Right? I mean, that is a thing here in Mobile that, you know, most of the South Alabama fans are going to be Auburn or Alabama fans. And, you know, those two teams will take priority. So Auburn plays in the morning and Alabama plays early at 2.30. Hopefully, uh, those are central time. Hopefully, uh, those games, uh, you know, the fans will come out for the South Alabama ball game. I will say South Alabama does a good job. The students do a great job. And when you're seeing it on TV, they fill up about three or four sections. It may be, it may not be that many people, but it looks good on TV because like four of these, I don't know, seven sections are filled and right in the middle of the field. So the kickoff goes by or, you know, you're between the 30s and it looks filled. Whereas you watch a Raging Cajuns football game and all of the students are basically in one section, maybe two from like the 20 towards the end zone and the rest of it is empty. I'm going to say the same thing next week for South Alabama when they host Troy. I was told a couple weeks ago at the last uh, home game, I guess that was against Louisiana Tech, that the Troy home game is sold out. Now, it's on a Thursday night. It'll be a late-arriving crowd. Mobile is not the easiest place to get around. You know, there's two highways, but, you know, one is south of the city that goes, you know, across the water, and the other one is 65 that splits the city, uh, but doesn't really help you get from one end of town to the other. And South Alabama is just not near one of the highways. So, you know, if people are coming home from work and got to, you know, go home from work and then, you know, get the kids and then go to the stadium, it'll probably be a little bit of a late arriving crowd uh, next week. But I still think it's a tremendous opportunity for some great exposure, you know, to be on NFL Network, uh, to be on ESPNU, to be on ESPN2. And then there was another football game. Um, Monroe and Army in a couple of weeks are on CBS Sports Network. Outstanding, right? We've already had Georgia State 0-4 go in and beat Army. Uh, all, you know, we'll see what Monroe can do. Terry Bowden will have a game plan uh, for the cadets. Uh, that is for sure. Not an easy game plan to come up with, but uh, we'll see what can happen. But again, I just wanted to talk about the exposure that the Sun Belt is getting. Uh, they got it back in 2020 with the COVID year when they started. And like the Big Ten wasn't. And maybe the Pac-12 was a little bit late. They had to fill it up with something. And I know a bunch of you know games were broadcasted. Uh, either it was the Cajuns or the Jaguars. You know, we're getting either ESPN or ESPN2 or ESPNU. And so when you're not on, when you're not being streamed, you got a better chance of somebody just scrolling by and seeing the game and seeing if it's any good. Now, hopefully you get good crowds out there. Right next week, next Wednesday, App State against Georgia State will be sold out because App State draws incredibly well. All right. Hopefully for the Battle of the Belt, South Alabama will do the same for Troy. And Army will always draw well uh, as well. They don't care too much about the noon start time uh, in, uh, in upstate New York. So... Uh, all right, let's take a time out. I just wanted to talk about the exposure that the Sun Belt is getting. It's incredible. Uh, and hopefully the teams can take advantage of it by having good crowds there so it looks like it's a good time. And, you know, when you see a full crowd at Coastal or you see a full crowd at App State or maybe we see a full crowd at Marshall later on tonight, 
uh, it'll be uh, it'll be worth it and some, get some good exposure for uh, the Sun Belt. All right, let's take a timeout. We will talk with Jake Spavitol, head coach of the Texas State Bobcats, about his Bobcats upsetting the App State Mountaineers last weekend. You're listening to Locked On Sun Belt, your conference every day. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's really easy and most importantly, free to post a job on LinkedIn Jobs. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, but we had a huge upset in uh, the Sunbelt. We had three huge road favorites. Coastal Carolina and Monroe, they just got, they just slipped by the Warhawks. Uh, you had JMU, who did cover against Arkansas State, and the Texas State Bobcats at home, almost a three-touchdown underdog at home. Not only did they cover, but they ended up beating App State. Uh, 36-24, to 24, we bring in the head coach of uh, Texas State, Jake Spavitol. Coach, when you are up 24 to nothing in the first half over App State, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, you know, like, honestly, in my few years that I've been here at Texas State, we've never been in that situation. So I, <laughs> I, I pretty much was talking about, hey, let's just keep focusing one play at a time. You know, like, uh, we've had a lot of uh, wild games over the last few years here in the Sun Belt. And uh, I thought our kids handled, uh, you know, just really the circumstances pretty well. And uh, we just kind of focused and we just kept playing as hard as we possibly could. And uh, I was just I was happy that we came out with that victory Uh uh, the way it did. Yeah, App State scored a, a field goal at the end of the half, and then they're driving down maybe to get back in the game. A touchdown makes it 24-10, to 10, except Tory Spears takes it 94 yards to a pick six. How much of the 94 yards did you run, and how much of a maybe of a sigh of relief uh, when he made it all the way? <laughs> yeah, I ran a good 50 yards. There you I go. go celebrate with him, and sure. then I realized I need to get everybody back on the sideline, so I kind of hold everybody back because uh, – it was a it was a pretty big momentum swing for us. I was happy that he got it in there because uh, you know it, it really changed the the complete dynamic of the game. Uh, like because like at the, at the you know App State is a kind of ground and pound, run the football, play action shot type of team. Uh, and when we kind of made it a thirty to three game, they ended up being just a, in a two minute offense the rest of the game. So we changed our offensive philosophy to go into a four minute mode after that. You know, great play by Tory, which. You know, App ended up throwing it 53 times in the second half, which uh, is very rare uh, for them. But it was just due to, you know, the first half and us and, and that pick kind of separating the, the, the score. So, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was really pleasing for uh, Tory to get that. And that's why he ended up getting the conference player of the, player of the week honors. We're talking to Jake Spavitol, head coach of Texas State. Big upset win uh, over App State in the Sun Belt over the weekend. All right, it's been an up-and-down season. Bobcats 3-3, three and three, uh, three road losses, three uh, home wins. Uh, what's uh, been the difference besides not playing in your stadium? 
Yeah, man. You, you, I hope you have the answer to that one. Right. Because uh, we've, been, we've been going back and forth on that. You know, uh, we've already addressed it with our team, and, and we've got to find ways to find some momentum on the road. And, you know, in the past, we always played better on the road than we did at home. Mm. And, and now it's kind of flipped this year. So, um, you know, we've been kind of really kind of analyzing the situation on where it's at. You know, we've got a great, you know, Troy opponent that we're playing this weekend. And we've got to have, uh, you know, we've got to be hitting on all cylinders like we did versus App State to, to go in there in that hostile environment and win. So, uh, you, you know, your guess is good as mine. You know, if you've got any advice for me, I'm, I'm willing to listen to you right now. All I know, Coach, it doesn't matter what level you are, well, especially college, and it doesn't matter how good you are, winning on the road is hard. Period. End of story. I don't. Other other than that, I really don't have any answers for you. See Alabama and Texas. <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's a great opportunity for us, and and uh, you know that that's that's going to be a win. Like if we could get a win out of this one, you know, it just shows that we can find ways to kind of figure it out, especially on the road and uh, in the Sun Belt, and um, you know, like I, I think our kids will be ready to play, and you know, I, I never question question our fight, and I never question uh, you know how hard we're going to play. Uh, you know, it's just it comes down to you know playing complimentary football and 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 simple execution, and that's how we kind of been inconsistent throughout the course of this year, and uh, we need to play at a, a very efficient level versus Troy team. All right, we'll get to the Troy game here in a second, but uh, they'll be in uh, Texas State. Actually, comes to Mobile, plays South Alabama, uh, November twelfth. West seems to be wide open, right? The Cajuns have taken a step back. I don't think that's a surprise to many, just because of the coaching leaving. A lot of players left. No more Levi Lewis. He was only there for a decade, uh, and so you're breaking in a couple of new quarterbacks. H- how are you guys approaching it? Because you know, while the three and three is five hundred, you're one and one in the West, but that's only. A half a game behind South Alabama. I mean, the West is wide open. Yourself, Troy, and South Alabama all with only one or no losses. Yeah, I think this. I'm really curious to see how this league is going to play out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think it's uh, you're going to see just you know upsets every single weekend and uh, some really you know bizarre close games. You know, like just watching South Alabama hit that walk off field goal. You know, and and it was ten to seven. And it just shows you what type of battle that was and. And you see the coaching. I think the coaches in this league are just phenomenal. They 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 adjust to the style of the play. They adjust to how the game is going. And uh, you know that's the reason why the the league is so wide open. Because you know I guess when you get the ball bouncing your way like it did for us in the App State game and how we managed it at the end, uh, you know it, it gave us an opportunity to win it. And and you see that with Louisiana and you see it with South Alabama. I know Louisiana is considered down, but like I still think they're a very quality good team and they're just figuring it all out right now. And, and and uh, like you said, with coaching change and new players and uh, and working those new quarterbacks in. But, you know, I, I look at Troy right now. I think Troy's playing at a high level, you know. and uh, But, like, you, you see what they do to the non-conference teams. You know, you just see how they battle all these all these teams and how James Madison, you know, beat Middle Tennessee and, and App State beat Texas A&M. And, you know, and how South Alabama almost had UCLA, who's an undefeated team right now, on the ropes, you know, and lose on a last-second field goal. You, you just look at how awesome of a, a league this is. And, and uh you know, like I, I sit there and I, I worry about my own my, my own problems that I got here at Texas State, and then I, I end up looking at the scores afterwards, and you just kind of in awe about how everything plays out over the course of the weekend. Too soon, bringing up the fake field goal, coach. Too soon, too soon, bringing up the fake field goal for South. <laughs> my, my bad, my bad. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap it up here with uh, Coach Jake Spavitel. All right, so you're halfway into your season. Lane Hatcher had a big ball game against App State, 26 of 36, 281 yards. Uh, who else has stepped up for Texas State this season? So I think our defense is playing very well right now. You know, I think Levi Bell, uh, 
he, you know, he's one of the top um, kind of leaders in sacks in the country right now as playing that defensive line. Uh, he's been a force up there. I, I think our defense is doing a great job of uh, creating turnovers. Cordell Rogers has got four interceptions on the year, which is one of the top in the country as well. Uh, you know, and they're giving the offense a lot of opportunities to get the ball back, you know. But uh, I, you look at our offense, and, and it's kind of like we're still trying to figure out, you know, who's going to consistently show up on a weekly basis. You know, we've got some guys that have some good games, but, you know, are inconsistent throughout the course of the uh, of the season. But, you know, uh, it, it, it's uh, right now we're still just trying to work together and then just figure out who we are. And uh, I know we're halfway through the season, but we have a pretty general idea. But, like, you know, when we go into the games, you know, we'll figure out who's going to be the ones consistently do it and we kind of go with that game plan. But I'd say our defense is playing at a high level right now and, and being very disruptive and getting the ball back for the offense. Uh, so those are the guys uh, that, like, we're kind of leaning on right now as a program. Well, they say defense travels. Bobcats are going to need it. Three of the next four on the road at Troy, at home against Southern Miss, and then Monroe and South Alabama. At least you're, you know, racking up the miles there, Coach. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I learned uh, the other day that we're one of the, you know, I think we're one of the top five teams that travel the most miles. Right. Uh, in the country and uh you know you never really think of it that way because you just hop on a plane and then you're somewhere uh you know there in about you know an hour and a half to two hours but you know it uh when you get to go like place like mobile i love playing there like it's a beautiful stadium it's uh it's just it'll probably be great weather too at that time so uh we'll be looking forward to it coach jake spavitz old bobcats big win over app state thanks coach hey appreciate you having me on if you haven't tried built bar puffs yet you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys and guess what there's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate, no less. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of actually making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and your family. It'll be the perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and taste delicious. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is that all of the bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15. Welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt, your conference every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, let's do a little preview action with Marshall and uh, the Cajuns playing uh, tonight. Uh, Marshall actually coming off a win over Gardner-Webb, 28-7. to Not that impressive. The Cajuns have actually lost uh, three in a row. Uh, they lost to Rice to end the non-conference portion of their schedule. Kind of got beat up by Rice. Had the chance to get back in the ball game. They made it a one-score game, but the defense just could not get off the field. They fall to Rice 33-21. And then they've lost a couple of close ball games, as we mentioned, to ULM and to South Alabama. Two ball games by a combined seven points. So as much as Cajuns fans may be going nuts with the way their team is playing, they haven't exactly got blown out. It'd be one thing if you got blown out by ULM, 
In a game maybe they should have won. Against South Alabama, a game they could have won. Way too many mistakes. And they scored 10 points late just to get back in the game. A couple of questionable decisions uh, made by the coaching staff. But nonetheless, uh, Diego Guajardo kicks a uh, what a 43-yard field goal to win the ball game. And South Alabama stays undefeated in the Sun Belt. Just 4-1 and one on the season with their only loss to uh, UCLA. Uh, nonetheless, what's going to happen in this ballgame? Apparently, Chandler Fields is out. He uh, had a hurt shoulder heading into the game a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he is not going to play. It'll be Ben Woolridge who led the comeback for the Cajuns against South Alabama. Like a 17-play drive to get the game-tying touchdown. Uh, they're going on the road to take on Marshall, who had that huge win against Notre Dame. They lost in overtime to Bowling Green, a game they gave away. They had to go on the road to take on Troy, and they lost to Troy 16-7. Maybe they've righted the ship 28-7. It is a 10.5-point spread, and it is a long way from uh, Lafayette all the way uh, to Huntington, West Virginia. Cajuns averaging. These these two teams are relatively even stats-wise. Marshall scores a little bit more, like almost 30 points a game, to the Cajuns 25 points a game. Cajuns give up 20 points a game. Marshall just under or just over 16 points a game. The difference is the total yardage. Marshall averages 100 more yards per game than the Cajuns do. Marshall, like Liberty, my goodness, averages 224 yards on the ground and almost 200 yards in the air. The Cajuns, 200 yards in the air, but only 117 on the ground. Their best game was against South Alabama, where Chris Smith did have a good ball game until he got banged up. I thought it was a cramp, but maybe it ends up being a, uh, a pulled hamstring. The Cajuns actually ran for 159 yards against what is a very good South Alabama rush defense. Uh, we'll see if either one of these teams can you know, turn it around. Again, Marshall did it a little bit against Gardner-Webb, but... I'm not sure if anyone is impressed with a 28-7 win. I guess you take a win where you can get it. You know, in Lafayette, everyone is close to despondent, which I just don't think they should. I kind of saw this coming, right? When you lose Levi Lewis and you're not sure who your quarterback is and you got a new head coach and a new offensive coordinator and a new defensive coordinator and, you know, if you lost your who was going to be an NFL guard and some running backs and it's a whole new team. And so... I think Marshall's going to win. I think Marshall will cover, but I, I think it's going to be, again, it's 10 and a half points, so they're going to have to be like 31 to 17 or something along those lines, but maybe, you know, 30 to, to 17, something along those lines. I, I think Marshall's probably a little bit better of a football team, not much. We'll see if the Jaguars can go up there. We'll see if the Cajuns can go up there and run the football like they did against South Alabama. That will be their best chance to win uh, the game, try to dominate a time of possession. Uh, but otherwise, right now, I'm going to take Marshall. All right. On Thursday's edition of Locked On Sunbelt, we'll have the voice of the JMU Dukes, Dave Reigert. Very crazy story. He's been there for a year and a half. He actually got the job while the season was underway last year. And he does a good job of giving the history of uh, JMU and uh, the program that they are building. And did anybody see... Uh, how good they are. Did anyone see that? 
uh, before the season uh, started. So that will be Dave Reger joining us on Thursday for Locked on a Sunbelt. Until then, thank you very much for tuning in to Locked on Sunbelt. For those who have rated it and reviewed it in Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. Six is amazing. And we've only been doing this for, uh, you know, about three and a half weeks now. Now, we will be back on Thursday for another edition of Locked on Sunbelt, your conference every day.